Oh, fuck! This is Alan Brody. Super Bowl would have been a lot less shit Ben K was in charge of the field. Also, screw you, Taylor. <laughs> You're listening to the Drunkard United Football Show. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty brilliant. good. Yeah. I like how she slid in the woe to fuck. You meant to do that, Mel. You're playing like you didn't, but you did. You meant to do it. You know it. All right. I mean, Whatever. This is normally a back and forth with like Yeah, now I'm good. You just start and... off taking a piss. That's fine. Eh, we did beach last week. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, one of four people who have headphones because... Closers get headphones. My co-host, <laughs> Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how you doing, brother? I'm uh, doing very well, thank you. How are you? Very good. So I thought you'd appreciate. See, there I gave you a compliment instead of the Viking, our live studio audience. We have I to give, do a fucking to- toot your own horn bit, though. Because well, you Fine. just... Because, Graham, typically every reference I ever make goes completely over your head, so I feel like I need to turn back around and I don't feel it. like you appreciated my uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou thing Okay, from earlier. I thought that killed, actually, with the rest of the room. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Uh, very simply, actually, it's at DU Football Show on all the social medias and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Just make sure you are finding the Drunkard United FC Close Group on Facebook. That's where all the fun happens. Uh, we also got a Patreon, the Drip Shack. We got a ton of ways for you to support the show and get in touch and be part of the hashtag bands. Hashtag bands right there. Big old pillow. I that probably put that on a shirt, a just, mug, <laughs> just because anything just right in front of your face. So you're able to see it. Or as I always like to say, Mr. Graham. You could get in your car and drive your happy ass over here. Yes. Which is the case of uh, today. We have our good friend still confused about things, finding her journey, her own mm-hmm. personal growth of clubs. But uh, we have Cole with us today. Cole, how's it going, girl? Hi. It's her going great. Erotic football journey already... from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> her, her sexuality <laughs> from from Hartlow to, to Birmingham. <laughs> You or Hanslow, and then Hanslow, and that the neighborhood Brentford's in. Yeah. yeah, from Hanslow to Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like there's a Debbie Does Dallas joke in there somewhere, and I'm not <laughs> mad at it. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. You thought it was going to be a no. I'm like, you know what? I might need to take that trip. I might need to do that. <laughs> what was the one they always referenced in Seinfeld? It was like it was a girl's name, mm-hmm. and then but it was an erotic journey yes. from Milan to Minsk. That's what yes. set oh, my God. mind on it, but I can't would remember that, what would it that was. Be like the Emmanuel series and <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Cole does the Midlands. Hi. <laughs> no, 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 you gotta, you gotta name it something. You know, the exploration of Nicole. Yeah. Like that's you remember. Yeah, right. it. Yes. If it's it gonna be to, on, if it's gonna be on Skinamax. 
Yeah, if it's going to be on Skinamax, it's got to be slightly artsy. Mm-hmm. And remember, also there, that's where like it, they're the belly buttons. It's not actual, right? You know that whole. Yes. But that's for oh, you, you just after see dark. that, yeah. What? No, this is perfect time for it because this is right <laughs> when the scramble channel starts to get a little clearer around the, around this time back in the day. For you, those of you that were trying to watch porn in the early nineties, you don't know oh, what it's God. like with not ha- having super TV back in the day with the little box that you had to switch over at eight o'clock. Yeah, okay. struggle was real, my friend. Struggle was fucking real. The kids today so spoiled they will never know the challenge of flipping from fifty five to fifty three multiple times to get it to come in clear. It's just. I know. The yeah. amount of tinfoil we went through hooking it up, trying to get better reception. <laughs> yeah, man. The, the Blowing having... the dust out of the cartridges when you were done okay. so you could just play Mario again. I, I got one for you. The having to uh, walk into the video store to return the video that you had bought. Ooh, that's tough. Purposely making sure it was not on the day that the girl you had asked out on a date was there, but then she switched and took somebody else's shift, so you then you have just paid to the late fee? Like, nah, you just paid the late fee. <laughs> uh, it was already two weeks late. <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> I had tried multiple times. It's a, a lot of rubbing stuff out <laughs> there. Well, no, it's the multiple it's times. Off. Like, that's who the person you need to make friends with. <laughs> so you're like, like, hey, I got some ideas from this. You want to try <laughs> <Yeah>. it out? <laughs> and then you get banned from the store. <laughs> Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So is the red-blooded Americans we are. We vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham on Thursday, obviously we uh, took a break from the list, but we're right back to it. Tell us what we got today. Sam actually buried the lead there. Uh, yes, Mel, it could have resulted in him getting banned from the store or uh, in a booth at Bennigan's. We are on number 12. <laughs> Deep cut. Uh, savagery. Oh, we God. are on number 12 now of Whiskey Advocate's top 20 of 2022. This is the Tom and Tool Cigar Malt Oloroso Sherry Cask Finish. This is 43% by volume or 86 proof. Uh, you're looking at around $130 on the shelf. Used to be a lot cheaper, but I found out today why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, panel rated it a 94. It is a Speyside uh, Single Malt Scotch. Your blurb today comes from David Savona uh, of the Whiskey Advocate Tasting Panel. This alluringly dark and rich scotch has both smoke and tea on the nose, along with hints of the ocean. A sip brings back memories of sitting by a campfire on a cool night, the sky covered by a blanket of stars. The smoke is prominent, but not overpowering on the palate, joined by hickory wood, chocolate-covered peanuts, and earth. 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 Not wind, not fire. Just Earth. Mm-hmm. We are Captain Scotch. Uh, another one. For, another one for the kids. <laughs> and they won't get the reference. That's good. We need more rat like yeah. That's good. The finish is long and big. <laughs> hey, that's what they say about me. <laughs> hey. I didn't know they copied my Tinder profile on air. Uh, <laughs> with that kiss of smoke. Uh, it doesn't specifically mention American spirit like greens. Um, a space side scotch that begs for a cigar as a pairing partner. Uh, it is lovely. Mm-hmm. It is delightful. really lovely. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I do like. I, um, really um, do I don't like know that, that I get as much smoke. I don't get an, um, as much earthiness as he describes in that blurb, though. There, it is surprisingly smoky though for a for a space side. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lot of. Uh, mm-hmm. Not so much peat smoke, but there's definitely smoke and body there. there. I do like this, uh, Sam, for the label. It says, Tom and Tool, the gentle dram. (laughs) 
nice. <laughs> kind of like somebody's journey from uh you know what there's nothing wrong i don't know who needs to hear this but on valentine's day there's nothing wrong with just being gentle it's try try a little in, tenderness written in cursive too <laughs> try a little tenderness yes. you know a soft touch will get you much further a uh, soft yeah. touch will get you much further yeah yeah, yeah. No, well get it done, done as fast as possible, well and then done. roll over and go to bed. The best thing I can get y'all for Valentine's Day is less of my presents. <laughs> oh, damn. How about just pizza then? Like- <laughs> At least that's what my wife told me. Uh, Cole, got you covered. There's three of them in the kitchen currently. <laughs> Uh, what else do we need to do, Mr. Graham? Always remember to drink responsibly. All right, let's get into it, kids. Big old cheers. Cheers. Oh my God, there's five of us in here, and so it's going to be reverberating <laughs> off the walls. Clink, clink, clink. Clink, clink, clink. Clinkity, clinkity, clankity, clank. Graham, this week we're going to go ahead and start at the bottom of the table as the relegation battle tightens up. Wolverhampton 2, Southampton 1, Newcastle 1, Bournemouth 1, Manchester United 2, Leeds 0, Liverpool 2, Everton 0. The Saints give up the lead to a 10-man Wolverhampton side. Yep. It's just ridiculous. It was pitiful. Uh, On 24 minutes, the Saints' best moment of the match, obviously, Alcaraz backtrapped. It took him two bites of the cherry, but he kissed it off the inside of the post. 1-0. 11 on 11 at that point in time. Just before that, uh, what's his name? Lamina. Lamina. There it is. Lamina. Uh, he already had a yellow card for a bad foul at that point. Then uh, ran for about 15 yards or so. Mm-hmm. This is about 15, 20 minutes after the goal. Ran for about you know, 15, 20 yards uh, or so, yelling at the referee. Referee obviously heard something that he didn't want. Got himself sent off for dissent, which is... One of the most bonehead things I've ever seen in my life, that's, right? That's what you used to do in indoor. Not, get sent not off for, for that was Rob was dissent. <laughs> I get my first yellow for dissent, get sent off for a foul. <laughs> Here, there you go. That's the right way to do things. Yeah, um, back then it was Rob. There wasn't Rob and the beard. So we, the beard it was just Rob. calmed yeah. him a lot more. So yeah. the problem is here, you're, you're up against it, obviously, and you put your team under the cost so badly that even Southampton kind of dominates. That only lasted for about eight minutes, though. Mm -hmm. And then Wolves started to reassert themselves. And I know it can be difficult when you're going down to 10, uh, when you're playing somebody that's going out of 10 men because they can become more compact. Just, you know. But Southampton had chances. They just could not fucking do anything. Yeah, they couldn't get that second goal. They could not get the go ahead goal. And um, Benderek got himself a taste for goal Mm -hmm. right before halftime with that lovely volley that got blocked out for a corner. And that will come on to uh, in just a few minutes as one of the most comical own goals I've ever seen. Yeah, that is. Um, and he likes to give up an own goal or two for uh, terrible. And he just got recalled from the from loan. Yeah, <laughs> fucking just horrible. And of course, what are you doing? Uh, it, well, one of the things that it certainly needs to be mentioned with Wolverhampton is. Lopetegui's got this team humming right now. Yeah, they still need to score more goals, but he's definitely, I think, doubled their goal output since uh, before the World Cup, since he took over. Yeah. I think they had only scored eight or nine goals up to that point. I think they're mm-hmm. up to about 16, uh, 15 or 16 goals. Yeah. And so he's doubled the output in just six games or whatever it is since the World Cup happened. Um, agreed. And then, of course, there was the own goal, and then um, the the new signing, uh, the kid, 
what is it, uh, Yao Gomez that gets yes. the uh, second goal? Yao Gomez got the second goal. That was actually a composed nice finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should never have happened. I mean, Southampton had a chance to clear three times prior to the, the mm-hmm. goal happening, and they just didn't. It, he chased his own shot down that got blocked. It, it kind of fell back to his feet and very good composure to find the, the top corner. And all that being said, after just 94 days, one Mr. Jones is out of a job at Southampton. Yeah. It, so this was really funny, too. Kenny texts me and he was like, if this motherfucker doesn't get fired because of this game, I don't know. I, I, this might be done for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, dude, just calm down. Back up off the ledge. It's fine. So he did get fired. And well, what I said to him in response was, it's all right, man. You know, he he says he doesn't see a lot of himself in that team. I said, but he he does. It's a decent championship side. And that's all he talks about in his interviews is how good of a championship manager he was. Right, precisely. <laughs> so he sees everything that he wants to see in that team. And um, he, they should rehire him if they do go down. Problem there is. Highest is, XG in Europe, remember? Yes, Exactly. <laughs> Pro- problem there Absolute is God. is that team typically when you see a team go to, go to their third manager in a season that equals one thing it equals relegation yep and it doesn't really matter who they get in i i just now i don't even fear for them anymore i'm expecting them to go down yeah me too you know there's there's debates to be made for the other teams to possibly stay up but I think Southampton, it's number one with a bullet. They're going to be 20th place and they're going down. I don't, think I don't see where it gets fixed. Yeah. Um, I mean, just based on that defending first, but they also just don't score goals. There's just, they don't score goals and they're, they're defensively not sound enough. Like Burnley, we've talked about how many times they stayed in the league, averaging less than a goal a game. That one season what was it 33 goals all season. Three mm-hmm. of them came in that first game against Chelsea. They was what, three years ago. Yeah. And um, but they were so defensively sound, they picked up enough draws that kept them in the league for another season. But Southampton just don't have that, they, no, they especially don't. with Benderek falling all over himself like a fucking bumbling idiot. I mean, it, it was like you remember those cartoons where somebody would slip on a banana peel like for fifty yards and then mm-hmm. finally fall over, right? Yeah, or they'd save themselves from the banana peel but then step off a curb mm-hmm. and fall. Exactly, that was Benderek. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Now, continuing moving on to the other games, I'll tell you what, with Newcastle and Bournemouth, other than possession, which was heavily dominated by Newcastle, the numbers on this were very even. Oh, yeah. It shots, was, shots on target. Everything was very even. This, in this is match. easily the best Bournemouth have played since the World Cup yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's sustainable for them. No, um, I agree. Personally, I think they're way too inconsistent to, to really have a, a shout of staying up. Well, and I still and reckon they're going to go down, especially with Leicester uh, and their resurgence, Wolves and their resurgence. And you will come on to a, a, a still a much better showing than would have had under Lampard today, despite right. the loss. But even that just picking up the win against us last week, um, the signs are there that you're going to be able to do something. And the hope is, is turning into belief rather than the other way around. Right. Precisely. Um, I just don't see it for Bournemouth. Yeah, it's but here's the other thing though. Newcastle just can't score. Yeah, like, I don't know what it is between Isaac. Uh, Callum Wilson wasn't um, even mm-hmm. on the bench for this one, but uh, Miguel Amarone is the positive note. He hadn't scored in, in ages, and he had a um, a, a nice little finish uh, off that rebound. And and you've got uh, Longstaff had a fucking ferocious strike for the mm-hmm. the shot that Amarone eventually put in. That was a decent effort. That and uh, Saint Maximone is back and playing but he's really not making the impact 
that he was, you know, just a year ago. It, yeah. It's, he's just kind of like, who's going to fucking score the goals? Well, and despite there being no players left from the Howe era at Bournemouth, that looked a lot more like Eddie Howe's Bournemouth than it did. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. They got the flicks, the tricks. They had, you know, every all these little things um, that, that he had kind of instilled in them and the, the forward-thinking mentality that we haven't seen from um, O'Neal mm-hmm. uh, since he's taken charge. We kind of saw them express themselves a bit more, and I'd like to see that more going this season. I don't know that they will, um, but I think also defensively, again, they're just too soft to to really make anything happen well your uh, best effort your best effort uh, uh since december you know or, or since november is finally you get a good effort but it's still just a draw at home like everton right. was able to manage a win against the league leaders at home like that's yep. the kind of game you've got to find a way to win and they 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 shipped the the equalizer pretty fucking quickly too yeah very you know so it just <sighs> Like you said, it was their best effort, but was that necessarily good enough? Is no is this the spark not. for them? I no. don't know if it is. No, it's no. not. This is gonna feel uh, on the the way the game went. This will feel for them as two points dropped mm-hmm. rather than a point gain. Yeah, agreed, agreed. The second leg of the Roses rivalry happens five days at prior to the uh, first one. This one was odd because it was nil nil for a really long time. And damn if it didn't just feel like inevitably United was going to score. It just felt like it's going to happen. Yeah, like, these, it's just you didn't feel like Leeds were going to do something to push the game. So Ten Hag has manufactured uh, Manchester United being on the best form of any team in the Premier League since the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, he after or before this game was on, I think, 17 points. Now he's on 20 since the World Cup is the most in the league. Fulham are immediately behind them as yeah. the, uh, on 19 points as as um, their record post-World Cup. Um, but it, I, I don't know if they just weren't playing for Jesse Marsh. I don't know what the problem was. But Leeds look more organized now than they did when they had a coach, which yeah. is strange. And well, there's also no <laughs> real talk of who the next coach is going to be and when they're going to sign them. And frankly... Their most important game of the season is coming up this Saturday at Goodison against Everton. So what you're telling me is no coach is better than the American. They, they haven't it would seem to be the case. Just checking. Because this the strange bit, right? When you're you know, think think about this. Yeah, everybody loves to make military references to uh you know to sports. Um if the Yorkshire is so backwards, right? That they got better when the general got killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, normally, you'd try to pick mm-hmm. off the guys on the horseback first, right. and then the troops wouldn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah? The, here, they kill the guy on the horseback, and everybody goes, well, thank God for that. Now we can really express ourselves. It's just <laughs> very strange, man. Yeah. I don't get it. But, I mean, it. even though they were more organized, they weren't able to score. Yeah, I mean that that's Pat, Patrick Bamford still looks like he's got a ton of rust um uh after being uh, off for so long. He had that one game in the FA Cup where he scored a a hatful of goals, but other than that it, missing Rodrigo is huge for them. Oh, big time. Missing Rodrigo is, is is massive for them. Uh Brendan Aronson isn't getting the starts. I don't even know who's running the show, who's picking the team there right now. It might be Luke Ailing for all I know. It's, who fucking knows? Yeah. It, it, that's it's just too, weird. And it feels like I mean, at least for me well, that's what happens when you call bread and gravy pudding. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
despite it being delicious. Just I love a Yorkshire pudding. Just desperately needs jokes to land. I like it. Who would deal without my dad jokes? This show wouldn't be the same. You know it. Fuck off. Take that to the bank. Dad jokes. Who told you that? Me. (laughs) Oh, okay. There we go. I got a I got a joke that um Kitty Kitty the chicken told me the other day. This is going to get kicked off the air. Uh-huh. What do you call a mythical cow's milk? Sam's cum. Legendary. Oh. Why? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's not bad. All right. Moving on to the Mersey side, Darby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's replay that. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Dairy enough. Sam. D-A-I-R-Y. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. <laughs> So funny enough as <laughs> funny enough as it is, is that Everton are currently in the drop zone and you felt like today's result, Liverpool needed it more than Everton did. Yes. It almost felt like Liverpool was desperate to get that W. Like they desperately, desperately needed to get a win. Yeah, well, this is the other thing that I was telling Brody before he left mm-hmm. uh, earlier. By the way, did you take a video or a picture of him taking a shot of Malort to pay Taylor off for he- losing? No, in fact, I just tagged Taylor and was like, uh, Brody left before he did his shot. That's why he got the fuck out of here. He talked with me. He wants to come back and do it again later. He didn't want it to be like the opening of the show doing the board, but he does. He will honestly. He just didn't want that to be the last thing he tasted before he left. And he wanted to make sure that a 40 minute drive home with that taste in his mouth. He'll he'll get that shot in there. Um, Yeah. So what do you ask me? Uh, just that it seemed oh, like Liverpool what, what needed I was, this game yeah, more that's than, it. What than I was Everton. What I was saying to Brody was, is, is that's not a problem. This loss has nothing to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning of the season, for those teams that you know we were thinking would be the bottom six or eight, that are kind of going to be scrapping it out for relegation, this is not a game that you earmark as a win. Nobody mm-hmm. knew prior to the season starting that Liverpool were going to be a shambles. Yeah, mm-hmm. The win against us last week, that's a icing on the cake. That's not the cake. Right. The cake is... You're lost to Southampton. That's a fucking problem. Right. You're exactly. lost to Leicester, whoever. That's a problem. You know what I mean? Like we have we have Leeds and Villa coming up at right. home. Those, those are huge. Are those huge are the games, games that you're going to be judged by ultimately yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. And whether or not you get the axe. This is. I mean, it's a nothing result, really. Liverpool needed it because to lose to a team in 19th place or 18th place, whatever y'all are in now, in the position they're in with the standards that they hold. That would be detrimental. Yeah, exactly. But for you in the position you are to lose to Liverpool, who are, to be honest about it, a vastly more successful club with a bigger budget on the other side of the park, that's not a game that you earmark every season and go, that's a win. Yeah, we don't. did no manager plans for that. No. You know what I mean? That was go out, play a tidy game, take advantage of your opportunities. It's The fact that you only lost 2-0 is, you know, you didn't get blown out of the water. You didn't anything else. It, it looked like a tidy, professional kind of we kept it together and they didn't get too much. Well, and heck, the way that game could have changed, it's proof that all games in sports are a matter of inches. You have a Wobie does the corner kick to, Tar- to uh, Tarkovsky. He gets a head on it, puts it just off of the post, almost goes in. 15 seconds later on a counter in the other direction, Mo Salah puts the ball in the back of a net. Like, that ball goes in the net for for Everton and they're up one nothing. Suddenly then Dyche packs the fucking bus. Yeah. And you don't think that would have fucked with Liverpool, them trying to figure out how to break down a as you've already mentioned with Sean Dyche, a well oiled defensive machine like that that knows how to hunker down and hold down a game. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a completely different game. It's a completely Absolutely. different game. And Absolutely. And you could almost sense the... I, I swear I almost heard a collective sigh come out of the cop. Absolutely. Because 100%. they just desperately They were winless in that. 2023. Yeah. They had and with this, with this one goal, Mo Salah moved into a tie for top scorers since the World Cup with Vout Face. Yeah, exactly. From Leicester. <laughs> yeah. Who as the, play yeah. for Liverpool but I mean, as their top scorer. But I will agree with you about uh, the way that Everton played. Because you're talking about a team that already has experience doing this because they did it. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was it's so it, it, for Everton. Yeah, it sucks. I always want to win a derby. I always want to do well. Of course, derby, but you just... never want them to have that over you. But at the same time, like I said, it, it, there's no way that this compounds the season or Any anything like that, because under... it's, it's not a game that you're going to look at and go, oh, we're fucking doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that Southampton game is the one that's uh, that's the kick in the nuts. Yeah, exactly. Right. And under Frank Lampard, this would have been a five nothing loss. Mm-hmm. We would have gotten right. fucking annihilated. Right. So. Goal differential still means something, especially with leads. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, just move on. The, yep. the the more important game is this weekend against Leeds. Yep. It's far and away the more important game. So you better I hope will. they appoint somebody by then. <laughs> if they do, we won't even be on the sidelines. That's the thing. You right. Know? Well, depends. Um, yeah. Uh so time for me to do my shot of my lord. Yay. But at least there was one week where I didn't have to do my lord. But you did. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Don't <laughs> remind me. <laughs> I mean, I'm taking pictures of it like there isn't 30 of those already on <laughs> yeah, the I could, Facebook. I mean, I just, yeah, stock <laughs> image at this point. I'm like, what am I doing? This is nothing so new. <laughs> stock image at this point oh, is not boy. a problem. I'm, I'm, I need a chaser and I didn't even know. Oh, man. So, Mr. Graham, I ask you this question. Yeah. Are Liverpool back? No. Can they, can they charge Absolutely back? No. I, Had they beaten you 4-0? Yes. But then again, we've already seen that this season. We saw that nine nil against Brent against uh, Bournemouth rather earlier right. in the season. We thought Liverpool finally showed up, and uh, they haven't done anything. And then since. they fell apart again. And so they got they need a run. They need you know, three four games where they're winning games rather convincingly or minimum comfortably. Mm-hmm. Before I'll agree to that at all. Well, next up they're going to be going to St James Park to play Newcastle. Now the good news: Newcastle doesn't score any goals. The bad news for Liverpool: Newcastle doesn't give up any goals so- either. Now we turn our attention to the top of the league as the Gunners' lead is now only three points. Manchester City 3, Villa 1, Arsenal 1, Brentford 1. Uh, City came out swinging. We, we called it. We said somebody going to get hurt real bad. Yeah, I mean, the one s- mistake City made, Villa capitalized on, but that's it. We didn't get hurt real bad. It was only two to one. City didn't even make it out of second gear, <laughs> Jurgen. <laughs> All three of their goals counted, Jurgen. No. You no, can't just pick and choose. One did not. You can't just pick and choose. Did not. Clippity Causation clop. does not equal correlation. Ergo, the con. yes, there's contact against Jack Grealish, but that's not way to go down. He went down on his mm. own accord. Mm-hmm. Again, causation does not equal correlation. Unless Lee Mason's your VAR. That's a penalty for every any other day of the week oh, in any Jesus. fucking country. Hey, hey, Mel. Yeah. Hey, Mel. Yeah. Remember when you used to love Jack doing that for you? Uh, what? The one season? Jack used to get all those calls for you. Hey, Christian will understand yeah. this. You know whose nipples got hard seeing those calves jiggle around? Just like they saw <laughs> the their ex in a skimpy top walking at the mall or something? Mm-hmm. Mel. Yeah. She saw them calves jiggle and she went, oh. No, I no. can't feel this way anymore. 
Christian said Grealish flopped so bad. Sick bun. Oh, sick burn. Sorry. Sick burn. Sick burn. Sick bun. Oh, and earlier, earlier he goes, oh, it's the Merseyside dairy. Yeah, dairy. Uh, uh, can I give some major props, though, to Kanza? Yeah, he didn't play a bad little he match. He had a fucking great match. Uh, was like a beast out there doing his job, you know. Problem, problem is, is he had Colm Chambers next to him, and Colm Chambers, no, no so not good. so much so good. Hopefully, uh, whatever so the good. bug is that Mings has gets out of his system. Yes, please, Cullum. for fuck's sake. Yeah. But there Chambers was is his name, definitely yeah. an energy change when McGinn came on. I'm not saying McGinn was the cause of it. Mm-hmm. but No, of course it wasn't. It was his arse. I was going to say it was all <laughs> that ass. No, it's the thick, juicy thighs. I don't know why y'all are focused on the ass when he's because got those. Because it's all connected. Mm-hmm. It's all. And ass is much more important. <laughs> In the grand scheme of my things, God. ass is more important than thighs. And it's I was blinding. wearing my McGinn jersey wait, as wait, well. Wait, 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 wait. What? Are you seriously going to sit here and be like the ass is better than thighs? Mm. Yeah. I mean... No one makes their thighs clap. No, no. (laughs) Yeah, they do. If you're doing it right. (laughs) No, because if the thigh meat don't match... (laughs) Oh, no, you can't have twigs (laughs) in a fucking beach ball. No, that's weird. (laughs) No. And that's why it's not more important. If anything, I think... No, I'm not saying that. ...looks more normal with the thick-ass, juicy thighs Mm -hmm. than uh, Grealish does with the calves. Agreed. Just saying. Anyways. Just saying. No, but it's apples and oranges. No, it's thighs and calves. Are you not no, listening to us? No, it's different. It's different. It's different. Yeah, the only person that can compare to John McGinn is the woman whose name I can never fucking remember. Ashley, I don't Ashley. remember her last name. Douglas Louise's ex. Yes. Yes. Ashley Layton. Yes. The only other one that can rival John McGinn at that <laughs> football club. <laughs> the second best ass at Ashton Villa because the first one belongs to John McGinn. Also, the some nice thighs, but that's not what I'm picking out. It's not what I'm holding on to. It's not what I'm doing. Anyway, okay? But that's your I'm, thing. I, you can't just say a blanket statement. Yes, like, you can. Oh, it's better you absolutely than that. can. No, you In this can. situation, yes, some you can. People like I am, thighs better. Nobody's <laughs> talking about fucking chicken leg beach ball ass. That's weird. Ain't nobody talking about that Some <laughs> bad plastic surgery. I'm just yes, saying. Yes, it is. It's Muscular, terrible. thick quads. Sam Houston, you are my witness on that. Mm-hmm. Is that not one of your best qualities? It is. So there you go. That just means he doesn't have very many other good qualities. <laughs> if that's how far down the list you have to go to find a good quality, no, that's just a winner. It's just a winner. Have you not seen Sam the, Houston in list. a pair of short shorts? He rocks those 70 top shorts like it's 1978 and we're all high on coke. Three, three words, Sam. Charming motherfucker. You need to remember that. Get, also get has nothing to do with life. the shape of your legs. Anyways. Irrelevant oh, point. <laughs> We're getting away from the most relevant yeah. point, which is the fact is that I'm the more lost. attractive Sam. Let's just put it out there. Is there lost and no, Mel? What? No, what? no. Has he what? not had it yet? Take that fucking shot. Stop, stop. No. Sam said no. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll t- then she can have one and he can drink with her. That's fine. All right. So for those, it's her. Watching, her team lost. Uh, yeah, she has to the, do it. You can do this is punishment. A Viking is sitting behind me. And I very slickly handed him my shot because he'll drink whatever I hand him. But uh, Houston caught me, so. Feels predatory. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what? That's a great tagline. My Lord, dot, dot, dot. 
feels predatory. Correct. Much like much like Sam in nineteen seventy six short shorts. It feels predatory. No, Graham. It feels as a slight young man. It feels right. No, as a slight young man, that feels kind of predatory to me. The villa. Oh wait, it gets worse. Oh, wait, just wait hold till on. you get the. Oh, it's 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 that the throw up in the throat part, the bile. That's really where oh. it gets good. Finally, gets a mic in his face, and all he could do is look at the ground. <laughs> well, I wasn't. Sh- oh, I didn't even fucking know about that. <laughs> the malort is so bad. He just noticed the microphone. Nope. Me, I'm used to it. I swallowed that shit like hey, it was easy. Careful, careful, to it. careful. This is a family show. This is a family show. That might be the funniest thing I've ever heard said on this show. There you go. Grandma joke landed. Good for you. That's the title. <laughs> careful. This is, this is a family show. Careful. 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 What was the point of that? I didn't. What's did the punishment? Nothing. You showed your solidarity your with Mel. It's like a horcrux. Well, okay. Every time, horcrux, so <laughs> Every time you take one. Every time you take one, you lose a little bit of your soul. <laughs> one, one of their taglines, Carson, is Malort. When you want to unfriend somebody in person. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, she made you take that shot for y'all's little try to distract me <laughs> session you had a few minutes ago. We're talking and laughing on, on off mic, and you know. That's so Cole. Um, mm. we're talking, you know, we're talking about your exploration with your teams. Yes. Both of the teams in this segment were talking about uh, your club. So, did you watch the villa match? What did you think of the I match? Did. What, um, so, so yeah, I, I watched the villa match. I'm gonna be honest, I watched the first half of the villa match, Ooh, and second then half is when it got good. I made nachos <laughs> <laughs> and halfway like watched the second half but then halfway ate my nachos and cried into my beer like it was <laughs> I thought making nachos was a euphemism for fresh no, air and she fell asleep no, it I was just I'm gonna eat my feelings now and cry started a chat <laughs> group with Cole and Lindsay after the first score and mm-hmm. uh, I believe my text was can't believe that motherfucker that tucks his jersey in scored. The motherfucker that tucks yeah. his fucking jersey in scored the first fucking goal. I was loser. done. That. I was done. done. I was loser. like, you know what? A loser. <laughs> I mean, he's only a professional fucking player. Nerd. For where the <laughs> yeah, fucking nerd. The yeah. Whatever. Like, let's fucking discounting nerd. his goal and <laughs> discounting nerd. the bullshit. Like, that was a tied game. What am I doing shots for? He is quite. He is <laughs> quite. Count. He is quite clean. Sure cut. thing, Jurgen. Sure thing. Quite clean cut as well. <laughs> he could join that group of like Walt. Oh, on yeah. the moped, the library group. Uh, Mason after Mount. Uh, Mason yep. Mountain yeah. after games that go to the library. Going to the library. For <laughs> he tucks his oh fucking god. shirt in. <laughs> oh god! For those of you that don't know, Rodri owned a fossil set <laughs> when he was a kid. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, and if you want to understand that further, patreon.com forward slash D football show, and you'll hear the fossil kit story. Did he uh, buy that fossil kit at um, five, five below? Christian, Could be. Christian Could be. says that Kyrian Tyrion uh, Reed tucks his jersey in, speaking as a gooner. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Uh, there's lots of confusion and movement and craziness. Where uh, we we're in a tight space today. We didn't tell him the rule that you don't get up once the show starts. Yeah, to exactly. Uh, Sam, fix your uh, blank. Never mind. It's fixed already. <laughs> it's good. All right. Beautiful. Now, so next, next up. Yes. 
Arsenal. Hmm. Blow a lead. Or, mm. or, or, lead or, a lead. or Sir. did they, from what the PGMOL has come out and said after the fact? Yeah. Uh, so I think the first one we were actually let off the hook that mm-hmm. they called. The second one, though, that they allowed to stand three minutes mm-hmm. minimum is what that VAR checked to do. And Howard Webb reached out to Arsenal directly and said, we apologize. Lee Mason forgot to draw the lines. Jesus. Yeah. Well, and yeah. there there was another game, I think a Stupion's goal in Brighton. Mm-hmm. Their VAR drew the line on the wrong player. Yep. So there was somebody else keeping him on. Mm-hmm. And that would have been his first goal for Brighton. Yep. And then uh, the Suchek handball. So West Ham was also reached mm-hmm. out to. Uh, Chelsea, rather, was reached out to. Sorry, that one's subjective is what Howard Webb said. Mm. But the two binary decisions... Um, of of the offsides, uh, Brighton and us were reached out to and apologized apologized to. Excuse me, a little bubble. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's then exp- a ex- it's a bubble. And your method explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Forever blowing bubble. No, no, I did beer, beer, beer yeah, fest. I got it. Yes, stud. Yeah. I know. But we just mentioned West Ham too. That's okay. the tie-in. Right. Anyway, um. That wasn't a pretty bubble, though, I'll tell you that. No. Oof. The uh, kind of burns, actually. <laughs> uh, but we were reached out to, apologized to, and offered an extra explanation of, sorry, it was human error. But well, if you, that's what VAR was supposed to fix. You could. Exactly. And you took three minutes to make the decision, but you didn't do the thing that makes the decision, which is drawing the fucking line. So, well, and, and, and that's my question. What the fuck were you looking at? Right. What were you doing what, for three what minutes? What were you reviewing? Also found Where's out, heard this today, didn't know this, the VAR has an assistant VAR next to him mm-hmm. that helps him. So not only did one person Do miss what? it, two people missed it. And then you count the linesmen. So now you have three referees fucked up the same decision, and two of them have the benefit of watching a replay over and fucking over again. And right. they have the, the added capacity to draw lines on the screen mm-hmm. to really see where it is, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. And if we lose the title by two points or less, this is the fucking game where it happened. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not losing at Goodison Park last no, week. Because that, <laughs> no, because this this was yeah. a win. With yeah, that result, was this was a win. It was a win. And we right. dropped two points. Yeah, it was a win. Yeah, because of this result. <clears throat> so uh, it's we didn't play well enough on the day. The mark of champions is winning when you're not supposed to. And if it wasn't for the referee, we would have. Right. So if you lose by two points or less or less, dare mm-hmm. I say, dare I say, you missed it by a bee's dick. <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, hey, Mel. Hey, Mel. Look, look, look. I can see I the vein. Not gonna I, can make, see the vein. I was not going to make that joke. Just, <laughs> just going to sip my whiskey. But also, <laughs> sip your whiskey. You know, sip my whiskey. Would have mm-hmm. definitely Melissa, been okay. Melissa, this sips for you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have totally been okay with a one nil result mm-hmm. like i don't i don't know that brentford could have played any harder and i definitely think that they watched the everton tape i know 100%, 11 oh, yeah. people behind the ball the whole time i know they i mean but also and they hit I on mean, the counter a couple the, times and that was it like the first the we got to move the ball quicker 15 minutes of the first half was oh you know a goal by a thousand kicks like arsenal had the possession everything they had all they had the chances one yeah yep 
one. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, I would have been absolutely so we, we satisfied with a one nil result. To do better. But I, I'm not excusing our performance. Our performance was shit. We moved the ball too slow. We allowed them to stay organized. Very rarely, again, did we skip players passing around, like swinging around the back mm-hmm. to move them and shift them around to create gaps. Mm-hmm. With This was the type of, They said it about Manchester City a while back, yeah? It was, do we... Would City be better suited to relinquishing 5 or 10% of the possession to be able to draw them out? Mm-hmm. To hit them on the counter. Would that be a better way to play with Holland and utilize his skill set, right? Yeah, agreed. Well, Eddie is fast. Martinelli is fast. Mm-hmm. Saka is fast. They play well and quickly. They play well quickly also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when there's 11 men camped out on the edge of the box, you completely neutralize their pace. You completely neutralize uh, the, the space that they can exploit and, and find themselves in. Mm-hmm. Would it have better served Arsenal to say, okay, you know what? You have the ball. Mm-hmm. Let's sit back. Um, go ahead you take it and then they get drawn and drawn further and further forward and then three passes were down the field goal you know what i mean right then you can utilize that pace that skill where with 11 men behind the ball and you're playing in a 25 yard square right in that in that final third of the field how are you supposed to break down a team that has 11 men behind the ball yeah Mm -hmm. and playing that slow it's impossible uh, Christian wants to know, will Trissard start ahead of Martinelli? No. And he thinks, honestly, Zachenko's the problem and Thierry Henry would feed that side of the pitch. Hmm. <laughs> no, Zimchenko will not bow out. Martinelli will not bow out. Uh, they will start with that front three. Now, what I could see, because Martinelli can play through the middle, if Eddie goes another game without a goal, I could see Martinelli playing through the middle and Trissard starting out wide and dropping Eddie to the bench. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe he's got too much pressure on him or what have you. Because, I mean, Trissard was... Yeah. (laughs) He was on fire. But Martinelli didn't have his best... Martinelli didn't have his best game ever, but he's still one of our bright spots, right? He still plays very positively. He still runs at people. What, seven, eight goals this season right now? Yeah, Yeah. So he's he's scoring in tandem with the rest of the guys up top, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, I don't think he deserves to be removed. Yeah. I, I And I think Trissard is honestly best used as a sub, as a super sub type player mm-hmm. to help change the pace of the game a little but bit. But the, the other thing, and too, is... And that's exactly what it did. That's yeah. exactly what it did. And, and, but that's what I'm saying with, with Eddie, because Eddie and, and uh, Martinelli offer something totally different. Eddie's much more of a... Not on the same level, obviously, uh, and just the stats by themselves prove that. But he's a he's a Holland type player, mm-hmm. where he'll only touch the ball twenty times a game, but two of those touches could end up in in the back of the net. They're actual clear cut chances. Precisely, mm-hmm. he's not always super involved. Where like Jesus is very involved, Martinelli is very involved. They're very right. busy dropping off, collecting, running, running at players. This, that, the other. So maybe we need to mix that up. And we need mm-hmm. to make it quicker up top. And that would only happen by removing Eddie first, putting Trossard on the left and playing Martinelli through the middle because he can. Uh, okay. Saka cannot play through the middle. Right. No, Saka has to play on the right. He has to play on the right, now, my opinion. So, Cole, um, yeah. in, and when we go into the next segment, we're actually going to flip uh, uh, games, Graham. We're going to go and talk about Crystal Palace first because that's the third of our teams. And I figure we should kind of yeah, yeah. focus okay. on that here. How do you still feel about uh, Villa and Brentford currently throughout the, uh, the 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 season so far? You, um, so I I feel good. Um, I do think that um, Villa right now is struggling, but I don't feel like it is insurmountable. Right, like 
they have had some issues in the midfield. They've <sighs> getting McGinn back from injury is huge. They're also yeah, only getting... two points off of the top ten. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. Getting One McGinn win, back a win great. and a Chelsea loss, and they're in the top ten. Yeah, they're the they're whole, not in trouble by any means. The no. whole team is playing differently under Gerard. I mean, I was talking yes. about you mean Emery or. No, they're playing different under Emery than they were under Gerard. Right, okay. Right, right, right. They were playing different under Gerard. Yes, uh, they were playing like, different under Gerard. Kanza is thriving under this. Tyrone Mings had a huge comeback. Yeah. yeah. Um, from from what he was doing. Yep. So I'm sorry, I got distracted. You say huge and Tyrone Mings in the same sense. <laughs> and you know. And then we both go to oh, oh. gutter. He he's got that, that the <laughs> thing and then the little V thing. V. It's an arrow. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it, pointing. Mm, it's guaranteed, a, he's got a, a tiny lot of things pointing. <laughs> guaranteed, he's got a tiny dick. You know, you know what, you know what, you know what that V overtakes the ass and the thighs. <laughs> Rounding out the rest of the league. And no, oh, so that happened. In no place ever does the V take over ass and thighs. <laughs> okay, well, I'm telling you that uh, right now. I needed to work us out of the fucking segment, uh, nope. and I did successfully, so uh, fuck I off. disagree. <laughs> Crystal Palace won, Brighton won, West Ham won, Chelsea won, Fulham 2, Nottingham Forest nil, Leicester City 4, Tottenham 1. The El Gatwico, chippy, but it offered very little else, to be There's honest nothing. The, the The main takeaway is how sad it was for a Stupion to not open his account after that fucking dreadful decision. Yeah. Because um, he seems a, such a lovely player, always puts in full effort. Uh <laughs> Just wears his, his heart on his sleeve and always, um, you know, plays for the badge, it seems. Mm -hmm. And for him to not open his account is a pain in the ass. Despite the fact you're throwing shit on the floor, Mel, and you put your hands up in the air, we still could see you. It was like, you can't see me. I didn't do anything. It's only the second time that's happened tonight so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cole, here's my big question for you. Yeah. Now, I know Villa was on Sunday, so you're able to watch that. Yes. Arsenal Brentford and the El Gatwika were on at the same time. Which match did you watch? <laughs> I I watched Arsenal Brentford. I watched something. the replay today. <laughs> that, that, and watched the receive watching it twice. And that was Do you fancy Ivan Tony? That was the Gatwiko though. Of course. Like what kind of question is that? Well, I'm just wondering because is that having something to do with it? Is because Ivan Tony's an attractive oh. man versus the Crystal Palace players who, like, Wilfred Zaha is their, obviously their best player, but he looks yeah. like a skeleton. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, no. <laughs> an unattractive man. Careful. That's uh, that's Jan's favorite player. and He's she a quality player. And, really? Oh, yeah. She thinks he's a cutie. I think okay. if you chopped his head off right now, he could go straight to a dental school. No one would know the difference. Just telling you. Wilfred Zaha. <laughs> Jan Jan's type. <laughs> You know what? And, and you know, different strokes for different folks. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> I love you, Brownie, no matter what. And, yeah, no, I did not watch. She's talking about Jan, by the way. Yeah. Not, not the two black Jan. players we're referencing right now. Oh, God. <laughs> just as a. Now the. Just as a clarification point. <laughs> well, I love you, Brownie. Careful. Well, here's. <laughs> this is a family show. Shut Here's up. the greater point I'm getting to. It's so stupid. Yes. We know we know it's it's Valentine's uh, Day and it's yes. there's probably gonna be some dear Johnny going on. I have a feeling who your dear John's gonna be too. Yeah. I 
have a feeling too. And and I mean, this is so earlier in the season, right? I made absolutely zero effort to hide my love of Nottingham Forest and mm-hmm. and Dean Henderson. Yeah. Specifically my baby daddy Dean Henderson. Yeah. yeah. He's um, hurt now, replaced by a Costa Rican fuckboy. Yeah, you exactly. know what? <laughs> <laughs> I could still come across his desk on you. <laughs> so it was it was definitely a situation of, no, it's really you. It's not me. Yeah. I feel like this situation is very different because mm-hmm. I appreciate Crystal Palace. I have watched, you know, their matches and and have definitely had that feeling of, yes, this could be. You know, this right. could be this my, could be my, my club. This could be my club. Um, <laughs> so this is a different sort of scenario. I have enjoyed watching their matches. Um, I think we talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. you know, that there's not in my mind, there's nothing wrong with aggressive play, like the way the Crystal Palace plays um, and the way they go after the goals, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is a situation of. It's me. It's not you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not you. It's me. Do you want to, before you finalize that decision, you want a little tidbit? Mm-hmm. This past week, they let go of an assistant coach because he frequently, quote unquote, frequently outsteps his role mm. because he gives the first team a dressing down when Patrick Vieira, surprisingly, came to light this week that he's a pretty laid back character. Hmm. In the dressing room. That's surprising. Because oh. he's yeah, a, that is surprising. He's vicious as a as a player. A was vicious, vicious player. player. Oh, yeah. And what I've uh as I understand it, what I heard a few pundits say is mm-hmm. that um maybe his just aura you don't mm-hmm. want to piss him off. Mm-hmm. Like his reputation kind of precedes the man. Mm-hmm. Um Don't but, make me get your father kind of attitude yeah, right? exactly mm-hmm. but that, he the let threat means more than the actual action but he let go of the assistant coach that was doing the the dressing down of the players nice. that was like yelling at them and cursing at them and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff he fired him wow and i you know what and that's, does that that's change your one, opinion at all because patrick no. is a fucking boss or no no i already <laughs> knew i okay so um Crystal Palace and and specifically Patrick Vieira to me, when he came out with this statement, I think it was earlier this year, maybe late last year, where he talked about how 43% of the players in the English Premier League are black, but he's the only black manager. Yeah. Like the way that he stood up for representation like uh-huh. i knew he was a boss i knew he was a badass already and yeah. that just only endeared the club to me more well he, he's another one of those that's had to deal with it a ton mm-hmm. in the french press mm-hmm. back in the day of senegalese descent but represented oh, yeah. the french national team where oh, yeah when he had a bad game he was senegalese born patrick Vieira. Mm-hmm. but when he had a good game he was, he was french, french captain patrick right. Vieira. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it, it, you know we talked about it with ozil being from turkey born but German uh, national team player. Right. Um, we mm-hmm. talked about it with Lukaku, obviously. I mean, we've said this time and time again. And and just that kind of separation, especially with people of color in that part of the world, where the citizenship or the acceptance of, of being from there, you know, I guess, quote unquote, mm-hmm. is almost a prize. 
It's, only, it's only attached to exceptionalism. Exactly. Which you have it, like, to be exceptional as a person of it, color, but for everybody a, else, the well, most famous example. Like, the <laughs> most famous example. I think the kid was from Madagascar. I might be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Might have been somewhere else. The kid that scaled that French apartment building oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and rescued and the kid the, from the mm-hmm. fire mm-hmm. was given as a result of that was given French, French citizenship. citizenship. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And that, yeah, that whole extraordinary to become a French citizen. Thing, exactly. But also that Patrick Vieira came at a, uh, uh, through at a time at Arsenal, got purchased at a time at, at Arsenal when you had uh, Lauren playing right back, mm-hmm. when you had uh, his French teammate, uh, white guy, uh, Emmanuel Petit in midfield. So we had the French starting center midfield mm-hmm. in our team at the same time. And he was, you know, short, blonde, fr- mm-hmm. like stereotypical fucking French dude with the scarf over, you know what I mean? Right. And Patrick, <laughs> and then Patrick Vieira, tall, lanky, and hard as fucking nails, you know what I mean? Yes. Next to him. Um, yeah, Thierry Henry, Sylvain Viltor, you have Robert Perez, uh, he was white, but the other two were black. Uh, you had all of these black players coming through. You had Sol Campbell was our center back at the time. So Arsenal through and through was, was black. And, and that's where we have that reputation of why it's such shit. What happened against Brentford for us, right? Is we have this reputation well, of being the we'll first get to that team at the end of the show. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's where we have this reputation of being a team that's so accepting mm-hmm. of, of that sort of stuff. And our supportership is, is so accepting of that integration that is just normal. That should be normal. Mm-hmm. And Paul Ince had a chance um, as a Premier League manager at Blackpool a, a while back. He is managing now in the championship. Um, there's been a, a few black managers. Uh, I think Chris Hooten's mixed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a there's a few black managers that have come through in the Premier League, but for whatever reason, they're not given their chance. And I, I'm obviously not privy to any of those meetings. I don't know why, but he's absolutely right that he's the only one now, and the representation just isn't there, and it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it well, just... I mean, but the, the the fact that he would say that in an interview <laughs> after a match told me immediately, like this is a guy who's going to stand up for his players, oh, yeah. and just that little bit of information about him firing yeah. assistant coach yeah. just only reinforces that in my mind more. For sure, but it makes it harder to let go of Crystal Palace. <laughs> well, yeah, so it does. So it does maybe yeah. change your mind a little. So do they hold on another week, or are you still saying goodbye? You know what, Cole, I'm, I'm, I'm. Cole, I, got, I was I, already. Cole, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you an answer here as well mm-hmm. because here's the thing: you had the choice. Now Villa was on a Sunday, so you could watch them independently. Yes, you had mm-hmm. a choice between Brentford playing Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the top team in the league. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Or you had a chance to watch, and we jokingly call it the Gatwicko, but mm-hmm. this is their derby. This yeah. is this is their Everton Liverpool. This is their. Spurs, it, it this huge. is their Spurs <laughs> Arsenal. This is their fucking match. You chose to watch somebody else. I did. And I, I think it, I think that says it's not them, it is you, it but is you me. you chose you chose to watch a different it, match. By the yeah. way, it's Arsenal Spurs. The more prestigious is always named first. Thank you very much. Just, oh Jesus, here we go. <laughs> Pro Arsenal agenda. But but yeah, I and and I agree with you. You know, on and that's what I was going to say, like, unfortunately, I just I'm at that point now where I have to split mm-hmm. ways that's and, what, that's, and, and completely just, your you know, prerogative. Top chef, you're that. judging on not enough salt. Like it's not it's, right. This part of the program Literally. is not supposed to be easy for her. So what you're saying is, is for having so many black players and so many good things, they still season the food like white people at <laughs> Palace. You is that what you're that. saying? That's wrong. No. <laughs> No, it's terrible. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, so my goodness. So we're down to two. No, I've been, down by the way, I've been, no. I've been watching we're down to two. a lot no, no, of Uncle Roger, no. Sam. Hey, lately. Palace. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. Maybe Brad will quit listening now. That'll be good. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Brad's I love a Brad. Patreon I person. love Brad. I'm just kidding. Should somebody want to find our Patreon? How do they go about doing this? Patreon.com forward slash D football show. It's pretty easy, actually. <laughs> there you go. Sounds That's a one go. simple $5 tier. That's a good whore. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on, the early game on Saturday, we had. Chelsea finally score, but they don't score enough. And that was a pretty big point for the Irons, man. Yeah, but it shouldn't have been because Tomic Such. Uh, so here's the difference in the decisions. There was, I can't remember what game it was in, but last week or two weeks ago, there was a decision that was not given because um, players bracing themselves while falling have been forgiven for an accidental handball. Mm hmm. I'm not so sure this was accidental is mm -hmm. where I find the discrepancy. Well, because the hand would be going down and it was out, not out <laughs> and parrying. He was <laughs> but what I, the ball away. But what I think the referee I used to did. Play goalie. I know how to do that move. <laughs> but what I, I think do that move all the time. What I think the referee was looking at was the fact that that was his arm closest to the ground and he was falling. Yeah. So. I mean, diving to make a save, falling, same thing, right? Because we all fall like this. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know about you. That's how I fall. No, nah, okay. he's, he's playing volleyball. That's all it was. <laughs> I mean, if you're from Uruguay and your name's Luis Suarez, you fall like this. <laughs> but that's just a thing. I don't, yeah, I don't everybody, you know, cultures are different. We should respect everyone's stuff. And if you jump in your Louis Suarez, you jump like this. <laughs> uh, if you jump like Duncan Ferguson, you jump like this. <laughs> oh, by the way, real this quick. Is why you need to watch the video every Monday at 7 p.m. live. More information about that. Mm -hmm. Do you know, we've told the story many times on here about Duncan Ferguson uh, beating up the intruders, the burglars into his home, and then sitting there while the police came. Right. What we didn't know. Was he said recently upon becoming manager of um, Forest Green Rovers, and they asked him a bunch of very basic questions that a Glaswegian wouldn't know. Um, what do you think of our vegan menu? He said, mm -hmm. I didn't know potatoes were vegan, usually because they're fried in the same fat as chippies, yeah. uh, right. uh, fish and chips from yeah. chippies. Right. Um, but all sorts, yeah. Uh, and then he says, they asked him about the incident with the burglars. And um, he said, oh, yeah, I, I had to resuscitate one of them. Shut up. And it wasn't the police that took him. It was an ambulance. <laughs> so apparently he beat him so bad, he kind of mid-beating up, realized what he was doing, thought he killed the guy, and then, that, like, resuscitated him. And that, all I can so imagine. So he could stand do trial? I don't understand. Uh, so all I can imagine is him, like, making him a cup of tea, going, you better not put anything in your pocket. Sorry, Ace. <laughs> I'll give you this team. You just fucking tell them what happened. You tried to steal shit and I killed you. <laughs> like, I, I just can't imagine like how terrifying that must be. Thus confirming the badass that Duncan Ferguson is. That's it. That's what, that's yeah, correct. it's just nuts. God, but or waking up to Duncan Ferguson giving you mouth to mouth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a, a terrifying different... thought. I can't even say anything to that. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Cottagers, fucking flying, man. Like you said, behind Manchester United, the best record. Like, they're, they're getting tons of points. They're cruising oh, yeah. along. And they should have had more goals in this game as well. I, I very much agree. Uh, but they didn't. Um, 
it took them a long time to really get going. But once they did, I mean, they were fairly comfortable in this game. The Real quick, though, about Chelsea, what I found interesting, it came out that Graham Potter mm-hmm. is actually putting people up for sale. He, he's starting to thin out the squad and see who's surplus oh. to requirements. And some of them are people that Tuchel bought. Really? By the way, yeah. So Pulisic, um, Koulibaly are the two notable ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a few others are uh, potentially on the chopping block already. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, just months after they've arrived. Mm-hmm. So that would I I did want to uh, make mention of that uh, they're trying to ship Aubameyang to LAFC. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And Aubameyang in LA is probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's what that man needs. Um, but yeah, no, Fulham are flying. Uh, it was an odd start to the game. It, uh, both four center backs uh, were subbed off through injury in the seventh minute. Yeah. And after that, the first Fulham goal was especially down to the disorganization of Forrest on that free kick and holding their line and, and everything else. Uh, now, you can't do anything about the strike from Willian, but I feel like Forrest should have been able to clear their lines uh, two times before that, maybe. Yeah, it should have never um, gotten to that opportunity for no, him to score that but goal. but what a fucking hit that was. <sighs> it was nasty. Oh, why couldn't he do that at Arsenal nasty. ever? <laughs> when he didn't he was do it for you even once. <laughs> no, he just scored one close. goal. Scored one fucking goal for yeah. us. He had that the first game against Fulham. He had three assists, and then he scored on the last day of the season. And that and was we it. shipped him off, and that's all he did the whole year. But we kept starting him. Oh. Where was this uh, this play? That was fucking brilliant. That on um, his on his weaker left foot, by the way. I'm intrigued for Forrest because yeah, they've had a nice little run and they've dug themselves out a little bit. But if the teams below them start winning, I think they could find themselves right back I'm, in trouble. I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried about them because of Lester, the form of Lester, the the presumed form of y'all. Um, I I I worry for Forrest now. If they if they go on a run of bad results, this could be detrimental to the. To well, be also playing the wrong team at home too, because that's the only place they're really winning is when yeah. they're at home, and like their next match at home is City. And that's after City plays you, like gets likely a loss, you know? Yeah. And and then so now it doesn't just become, oh, we got him at home. We got a chance. It becomes, you know, because then in less than a month, it's you've got Everton at home. What if Everton's rolled off three wins? Exactly. And then, yeah, I mean, like, it changes yeah, and, super quickly then because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Like Nottingham Forest have been winning at home yeah. and, and that's where a lot of their energy comes. Like even I, I go back to that first match of, you know, the season. Mm-hmm. The West Ham one, the one that they won one mm-hmm. nil. Yeah. yeah. I mean, their their home pitch is their energy. Like that's where they get their momentum. Who, yeah. Fulham? I uh, know. No, uh, Forrest. Forrest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Say fault, they're too polite for momentum there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, we rushed ahead. We'd like you to please have five minutes of glory. <laughs> no, not even forest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other thing, uh, that I'd, I'd like to mention, as I said, forest, pro- or um, I'm sorry, Fulham probably could have had more goals. Bobby de Cordova Reed struck the crossbar mm-hmm. with a venomous shot. Oh, it was uh, and I love that his initials sound like a weird sex kink BDCR. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm God. into that. I'm into that. <laughs> BDCR, huh? <laughs> I'm into some BDCR there. I get with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, just come to the basement. You want to know daddy's Get some BDCR over here. <laughs> yeah. BDCR. Which I thought was quite funny. Um, uh, but do you know what William means in Portuguese? No. The mailman. Okay, because he put it right on the wow. postage stamp. Oh. Wow. Okay. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Got him. 
You know what else we saw in this game was a rare sighting of a giraffe sidestepping two people Whoa. in uh, Metro. <laughs> I never thought I'd see him out dribble somebody. Yeah, no uh, But he did twice, which was very funny. And Navis actually saved really well from that. Um, but Pereira uh, also hit the crossbar. He was immense in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes he drifts in and out. You know, Paulinho is more of the, the center focus in that midfield. But Andreas Pereira was awesome in this game uh, and really left his stamp on it. Yeah, agreed. It always seems like one step forward, two steps back for fucking Spurs. <laughs> fucking, you beat City. It's the life of a Tottenham supporter. You beat City, and then you just get fucking worked. Worked by Leicester. Not even inspiring was the match from fucking uh, from Spurs. It was just bleh. So one of my favorite takeaways from yesterday's Super Bowl was the fact that there's yet another Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Spurs' seasons upon seasons upon seasons is the comedy version of a show with too many sequels. And however, I am a a enthusiastic consumer of said comedy. And this was glorious. The latest installment <laughs> of Fuck You Spurs was phenomenal. I'm here for it. Also, don't look now. All or nothing, spoiler nothing again. Uh, don't look now, but the Foxes have scored eight goals in two fucking games. I know. I mean, it coincides with James Madison. Uh, James Madison coming back. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the big takeaway is is he balances that midfield and he's the dangerous creative option. Yeah. Without him, they struggle. Yeah. What I do love is how slow Fraser Forster is to get to uh, the Kelechi Iniacho show. Mm-hmm. And Eric Dyer just decides to not do anything but stand with his hands behind his back. And he just creeps a ball into the far corner. Harvey Barnes gets one uh, ruled off for offside. Shouldn't have been, by the way. Mm. Comes back again, does the same thing, but with his right foot to the opposite side to Fraser Forster. Yeah. Which yeah. is quite funny. Yeah, I, I just don't see Spurs as a champion. No. The Champions League side. Fuck I no. just, when I'm looking at all the clubs that are in that battle, right? I feel like ultimately Newcastle should be able to hang on and be that fourth Champions League team. But I have more faith in fuck. I have more faith in Fulham and uh, Brighton than I do Tottenham. Absolutely. It As just, you should. It, it just, there's nothing consistent. The only thing that is consistent about Tottenham is their absolute inconsistency. Now, yeah, it. and one of their best players in Benson Court now has knee ligament damage and is out for the rest of the season. Yeah, and they were already missing Yves okay. uh, uh, Basuma, who mm-hmm. was hurt as well. And it's yep. like, and Lloris wasn't in the team for for whatever reason right, as well. It just, uh, it just, uh, I mean, I know you're relishing in it. You love it. I, I don't like seeing players get hurt at all. But mm-hmm. however, the calamitous manner in which it happens is very funny to me. Yeah, yeah. scores goal out for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. and it wasn't even a good goal. Christensen got like the ball scared him. <laughs> He just stuck a leg out. It fell to Benson Core. The ball scared him. He stuck a leg out, but it ended up in the back of the net. It was lucky. Yeah. It was very lucky. And then uh, fucking uh, not, one of my favorite first names in the Premier League, Nopolis. Uh, Nopolis Mendy uh, said, hold my beer. Fuck you. I'll show you how to do it on purpose. <laughs> and he tried to take the fucking net off the stanchions. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, yeah, that was um, another mailman. Okay. In, in London that day. Brilliant. Sure money. Oh, fuck. Sometimes I just like to let him go. That's funny. Give him the old look. All right. <laughs> That's pretty good. I lost again. That's minus 2,100. Sam, what'd you do? Uh, I lost as well. Nice. So what are you down now? All right. Well, me, I am a villain. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm now down 1368 because I bet on Everton to win mm-hmm. the Derby today. But fuck it. I thought I'd give it a try. You know, it just didn't just didn't work out. 
Big Sam's Lock of the Week. I know you like round numbers, Sam. 10% of the time, it works 100% of the time, so baby. One, what is that? Two, you're two, two for 20 for the Two season. for 20 yeah. right now. <laughs> nice. Which, might I add, is two more than you. Yeah, but hey. It's fine. Those two times, it works. Yeah, dude. 100%, 100% of the time. See, you all are getting it. You're starting to get it. So, just wait. all that being just said, wait. three game parlay for me here. Uh, <laughs> give me Wolves, Brentford, and Brighton to beat Ooh. Bournemouth, Palace, and Fulham. At plus four twenty-three. All right. Home teams. I see you. home teams this time. Okay. Not the away teams. Yeah. Because the away I'm... sides have fucked me. All right. Yeah. Which means all three road dogs are gonna win. Yep. You know that's how it's gonna go. Well, I have the same three in mind. The exact opposite? No. The same way. No shit. Yeah. Whoa. But I'll come on to that in a minute because we have somebody that said they were gonna be asleep, uh, that it's we made it in time and now he still can't call. I believe I sent you a note that said no Pat. Yeah, she said he was going to bed at eight thirty. It's eight nineteen. No Pat call. Yeah, uh, I was just saying. You know, you have a dedicated no, segment. Right there. No. I know. Pat. I'm Apparently, just saying. I'm just saying. Some, there's a. Le- there's now ten minutes left before bedtime. There was some big game <laughs> on last. Is all I'm saying. Apparently, there was some big game on Sunday night, and I we stayed up and watched it. It was so. the season finale of American Sports Ball. That's the one. Yeah. And oh, you're just you know, it was also the season premiere egg, of egg Top le- Next Level Chef. Mm-hmm. I believe they call it Egg Handball. Egg Handball. Yeah. Egg Handball. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can read his email. Hand egg. And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick It Away. Via email. I'm just saying it's disappointing. When there's nine minutes before bedtime left and you can't call in. Dude, do I need to take back this segment? Yep. No, I do. you don't. I did that on purpose. She we showed me the thing. I knew I already have the email pulled up. Carson's talk. I know he's going to listen to it, so I just wanted to fuck with him. <laughs> Quote, I didn't hit my two-game parlay, so now I'm down $1,301 now. Uh, mm. This week, I'm turning it around, so long-shot parlays haven't worked. Big bet single games haven't worked, so this week I'm going to bet $100 on five single games. <laughs> so let's get this started. $500 in bets then. Arsenal Woo! over Villa, Wolves over Bournemouth, Leeds over Everton, draw in the Liverpool-Newcastle match, and Palace over Brentford. If I hit every one, the payout is 935 That won't happen, obviously, but if I just hit three out of five, it might cut into some of my losses. You guys have a great week, and we'll talk next week when I'm recovering from a great Super Bowl. Very good. All yep. right. So there you go. So so Pat deviated from mm-hmm. the picks there. A little. Mm-hmm. And yes. Yeah, I'll be right. He'll be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I hope we are right because half of my six game parlay were the three games. <laughs> were the three games that you had. I added into that Arsenal over Villa, Wolves over Bournemouth, of course, Chelsea over Southampton, City over Forest. Brentford over Palace. And here's where the kicker in the odds happened. Brighton. Nine-way parlay. There's only six there, Adam. <laughs> the Where I got my odds boost was Brighton versus Fulham to end in a draw. Ooh. That six games runs me 38-36 on a $100 bet. $3,836. You know what? That tracks... Not good gambling. Well, I would argue it is not bad gambling. Mm-hmm. I mean, the two nicest teams, of course, are going to shake hands and agree to a draw. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> I could feel it. You can feel a, it? I mean, that was a segment. 
Yeah, just it was a good yeah. segment. <laughs> yeah. Segment. Y'all just don't back up your cohorts. I appreciate it. Thank God we have a chicken to fix everything. Well, Kitty has now lost three in a row and sits at 10 and 11. So this week, I gave her Wolverhampton hosting Barn Bournemouth. Now, Kitty brought me into the coop and showed me her vintage Led Zeppelin vinyl collection. Wow. Where does she store them at? I, you were in there. I'm not the one in there. I don't know oh what's going gosh. on in there. I didn't even know she had a record player. I heard it's very spacious in the coop. It's very spacious. Uh, and so she started playing some Led Zeppelin for me. And since frontman Robert Plant is a huge Wolves fan, clearly... Kitty is picking the wolves to beat the cherries this weekend. Very good. Very, very good. What else do we need to do, Mrs. Houston? Uh, I mean, we can always, you know, do stuff like gamble legally and responsibly, but I think that's kind of overrated and honestly, kind of a little bit past uh, y'all strengths right now. Championship oh. corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, no! A rude way to finish a segment. Yeah. Uh, all right. So on Tuesday, Blackpool and Huddersfield tied 2-2. Two to two. Moving on to Friday, Birmingham 2-0 over West Brom, which is helpful to everyone. Uh, Blackpool and Rotherham 0-0. Bristol City 1-0 over Norwich City. Burnley cruised past Preston 3-0. Borough 3-1 over Cardiff. Coventry and Luton played to a 1-1 draw. I'm sure Nathan Jones would be super happy about that. Mm-hmm. Millwall 2-1 over QPR. Sheffield United 3-0 over Swansea. Stoke and Hull played to an exhilarating... Nil nil draw, uh, in the um, uh, they're just both cons. Sunderland one nil over Reading, Watford and Blackburn one one. Wigan one nil over um, Huddersfield Town, and that was it for your weekend. That leaves your table looking something like this: Burnley on top on sixty eight points, having played thirty games. Sheffield United on the same amount with sixty one. Middlesbrough on thirty one games, fifty one points. Luton is only on 30 games, but 49 points. So they win that game in hand. They jump up to third. Uh, Then you have Millwall in fifth on 29 games on 46 points. So they could actually jump up into third as well if they win both games in hand. You have Watford in sixth on 31 games on 41 points. So they'll be staying where they are, presumably. Sunderland is in seventh, uh, just on the outside looking in. Uh, Games played 30, 45 points. Blackburn in eighth now, continuing their plummet on 30 games played. 45 points, minus four goal differential, where everyone above them or around them has a positive goal differential. West Brom still not out of it in ninth on 44 points, 30 games played. Norwich uh, also on 30, 42 points. (sighs) Hull actually still not out of it themselves. They're in 11th on 41 points. Going to the bottom of the table. Mm -hmm. Blackpool, pretty fucked. 30 games played, 28 points. Huddersfield, same uh, same stats, but four better on the goal differential. Um, Wigan in 22nd on 29 points with a minus 21, so that's going to that's gonna hurt. Cardiff have played a game more than the three below them, and they're on 29 points with a minus 14. Uh, Rotherham is just clinging on to safety in 20th place on 33 points with a minus 7, but also 30 games played, so... They do have a game in hand on Cardiff below them um, to further extend their lead above the bottom. Very good. Very cool. good. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, fucking interesting in the championship. It's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, 
We unfortunately have some parting words. Yeah, we got to call some cunts out. Yeah. Uh, so following Ivan Tony's uh, equalizer against Arsenal, there was a barrage of DMs sent to his Instagram and his Twitter. Uh, I guess the Instagram was the one named in the article, but I'm sure it was across all social media mm-hmm. uh, from presumably Arsenal fans, because why would you racially abuse your own players? Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make sense. Um, so, yeah, the Arsenal lot... Uh, decided to racially abuse Ivan Tony and it is just absolutely sickening. This is not the first time that he's had that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Arsenal and uh, Brentford both released a joint statement saying that they will do what they, you know, whatever is necessary to find the responsible parties uh, and bring them to justice. There is uh, an example of a 24 year old man um, from whoever the group that did it before. I don't remember who it was, Um, but that admitted, yes, I sent offensive messages to him. He is actually due at the end of this week to, uh, uh, to be um, sentenced Mm -hmm. uh, for, for his crime. So just, there's a lot of things you can do to get under a player's skin without talking about his skin. You can just be, be like you can be like Abby and give a disappointed look. It that just, works. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. Um it has nothing to do with anything. Just why are you talking about it? Well, particularly your club and the history of mm-hmm. black players black players and, coming into the club and being brought yep. in like this is a club it's, of acceptance it's disa- already. It's disappointing at best. Uh and it's it's absolutely sickening at the worst, and this is absolutely sickening for me. It, it's it's something that we've never really been accused of, something we've never really had to deal with as a fan base that I've seen. We're you know, with, with especially our Northern African and Middle Eastern um, support, we're much better known for being uh, homophobic. Actually, <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. <laughs> the most disturbing part for me was when people tried to justify or tried to excuse the blatant racism in the messages by saying, well, if VAR had made a better call or, you know, that has nothing to do with having Tony's skin color. Like that's the the part that in your brain, does it go from that ref made a shit call and VAR is a bunch of trash, which I, you know what? I understand that. That is true. The white ref didn't do his job. You don't hear a bunch of Actually, people, yeah. bunch of people going, "Hey, Whitey, what's your problem? <laughs> hey, Whitey, why can't yeah. you do a? Yeah, why no. can't you do a simple fucking like you don't hear?" Is, so is, is the ref English? Then we call them colonizers. Yeah, it just it just <laughs> it's so baffling. Mm-hmm. It just it, it, it the whole thing is is where? absolutely absurd. Um, yeah, you know, we, there's there's so many other things that you can say to somebody to to put them off their game to fuck with them to to do whatever you expect this out of Chelsea you expect this out of Millwall you because they have the history of that mm-hmm. Arsenal do not so to see this is yeah. just absolutely fucking disgusting it, yeah. and if i'm going to hold other people to task you got to hold us to task and and mm-hmm. if i ever see any one of my brethren acting in a, behaving in this manner you're getting fucking nutted i'm headbutting you in the fucking face it's it's it's, it's absurd. I I cannot. I hate this. My wife's black. Huh. 
My one of my children is half is 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 a uh, partially a uh, partially uh, black as well. My wife's actually half, mm-hmm. but so you, it 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 hits on a personal level that not a lot of people understand, and that could be my kids you're talking about. That could be my family you're talking about. Yeah, you precisely. Know, I've, I've got you know nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. uh, second cousins that that have mixed heritage. That it's it just it, yeah. It is inexcusable. It has nothing to do with anything, and it's not just a sporting way to put somebody off. It, mind you, neither is homophobia. I was just making fun of our, our Muslim brethren that jump on social media every time, and we have a very outspoken Muslim followership right. that does every uh, every Pride Month. Um, when we Our fans threatened Granite Jaka's family a couple of years ago. Yeah. His daughter had nothing to do with this. Right. His wife right. has nothing to do with it. Right. Th- I mean, threatening his death, his death has nothing to do with this. Right. That's absurd. Yeah. But to to any of this stuff is not fucking appropriate. It's you, you want to call him shit, a shit player, doesn't play for the badge, get out, fine, go ahead. Yeah. That's yeah. not a problem. But uh, you know, or you know, Ivan Tony, I I I hate you, you gambling fool. That's proven. He did that. You We're just waiting to on the make dis- fun of him. Make fun of the gambling. Yeah, We're making the perfect exactly. thing to make fun of him. It happened. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. We're, hey, Pete Rose Jr. Fucking, I'm, what are you doing? I was about to say, hey, hey but, Brentford Pete Rose. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> right. Just, it's just Brentford Rose. Yeah, Brentford Rose. <laughs> so it's just Ivan Ivan Rose, Pete Tony. Yeah. It's <laughs> Pete Tony would be a I'm, terrible name oh, for somebody, yeah. actually. I'm like that. that that's valid, but that, right. It's, 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 but that's banter. That requires that bands, a right? like, microcosm of brain cells to operate. Right. Racism doesn't, Mm-mm. and it's it's sickening and it's disgusting, and I fucking hate it. And I'm I'm very just sad. Yeah. Besides angry, I'm just sad that it it infiltrated <laughs> our and we're gonna bit. call it out even Every when time. it's our clubs. You know, percent. There was stuff that happened in the against palace, Crystal Palace. Yep. And mm-hmm. I was the the best way to put it, it was just embarrassed. Well, what should have been a, a, an amazing celebration and an incredible time gets ruined because there's a couple of fucking assholes mm-hmm. that just need to say hateful fucking shit. It just it's just uh, it's aggravating. It's but so the, fucking and, aggravating. Again, we've said this many times. I don't think that everybody that says the shit is racist. I think there's a, a piece of that subset that's like, I can put him off his sporting behavior by saying this shit to him and putting him off his game. Right. That is not the right way to go about it. Yeah. Yeah. You it's know what I mean? It's absurd. It also shows a very low level of IQ on but your But that's what I'm part. saying. I've but never that's, once. That that's, ooh, he's black. I'm going to drop an N-bomb. That'll get him. Yeah. Like, I've never like, once how? thought to myself, uh, it, <laughs> Call him an N word. <laughs> never once has that ever crossed my mind. Cole, it's absurd. Cole can't can't understand. Can't walk a day in your shoes. Don't. Un- I would imagine if somebody drops that word on you, it probably pisses you off more than it upsets you. It probably just makes you go fuck them. Like at a certain point, though, like. And I'm not going to speak for Ivan Tony at this point. Um, I think he's already, you know, said his statement and he's, he's, um, you know, his words speak for himself. But at a certain point, you go through it enough times. It's like, 
what the fuck ever you got anything else original like come on like mm-hmm. you know people wanted to criticize him for not <laughs> yeah. taking a knee in the beginning of the match it's like no room for racism but here he is yet again right. well that was Zaha came out and said he was no longer taking knee well that was the same thing Les Ferdinand and QPR his attitude what point yeah. does it make yeah. that was Les Ferdinand and QPR were great we did the spectacle that's awesome now Look at what we're doing in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for black way people, way more fucking important. Well, exactly, right. So we're not taking a knee important. anymore because look at that. And he is a black, uh, was a black player. Now is a a, a black sporting director, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is also an underrepresented, uh, 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 underrepresented group yes. in that in the executive uh, structure of a football club. So it, I, I'll never know what it feels like personally, except that time that Melissa tried to enlist my Puerto Rican daughter to tend the chickens. Right. Um, <laughs> she's throwing paper and I missing. did I did kind of feel it then <laughs> oh, God <laughs> never happened but I, I almost feel like the the cleverness of the bands the invention of the meme the all that stuff that we find on the internet mm-hmm. that, that's just gold it's when someone drops that and rolls back the years and plays the hits it's almost more of a surprise now. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, really? Oh, like, I haven't heard that in a while. That's what you're, yeah. you're leaving with? I, I feel the <laughs> okay. same way yeah. when I it's get an like, argument seriously? on, on <laughs> Facebook or something, and they go, yeah, well, go eat all the cookies, you fat bitch. I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? I've been called that my entire life. You think really that's going to be <laughs> what gets me over the edge? Okay, fifth yeah. grader. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it's just like, oh, okay. All right, boys and girls, again, real clever, chief. When you wake up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you decide today I'm not going to be a cunt. Yes. I say that every morning. If you can do that, you're probably going to make it through life okay. Every morning. You'll still make mistakes. You'll still put your foot in your mouth. But if you look in the mirror and just say that to yourself, you'll probably be a halfway decent human being. Yeah, be a fucking decent human being. That's for it. Sake. Brushing my it's, teeth. If you Don't wake up every day with that sole purpose of not being a cunt, usually everything turns out all right for you. Yeah, okay. It'll be. You okay. won't have to serve a lifelong football ban. You won't have to serve <laughs> any jail time. You won't be barred from social media. You won't do any of those things. If you do, you'd probably look like that cunt behind me in the corner. So, <laughs> by the way, uh, Houston. Yes. I texted my sister because she thinks it's a huge funny bit when you do the Abby stuff. Uh-huh. And I took a picture. I'm like, oh, look, he's doing it again. Abby's mad at racism. Katie? <laughs> Ha-ha. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Cole, very simply, yes. don't be a cunt. Thank you so much for joining us. Any parting words? Thank you're you you're down to me. two teams. I am. I'm going to very quickly see whether or not I chose correctly. Okay. <laughs> what two teams are left? Brentford and... Villa. Villa. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Oh. The Lindsay question and I is, are pulling out the big guns. Is, is oh, we it? could have a late stage uh, <laughs> entry like they do on The Bachelor. And, you know, somebody could come out of right field and be you like, no, know. no, I like this one. I still have to take you to the bar, my friend. You do indeed. Actually, yeah, I thought about that when I was watching the match. I was like, ooh, yeah, no, ooh. This happens. Uh, yeah, th- this story doesn't really help that. But I can <laughs> promise you that our local supporters group is completely uh, and utterly together and, and woke. Cole, I like you and respect you too much to even try to get you to understand <laughs> the self-hatred I have for loving Everton. <laughs> I won't do that to you. You don't deserve it. You're too pure of a soul. 
Thanks so much for joining us, boys and girls. Next up is Injury Time, where we're going to talk about the beers we're drinking. We're going to check in on our adopted clubs, the Fantasy League, and preview the weekend's action. Sam, should somebody want to find uh, Injury Time? How do they go about doing it? Very easy to do so. Uh, the racists don't do it, though. It is... Uh patreon.com forward slash do football show you sign up to the one five dollar tier you get all the extra content that includes sound check which is our actual sound check catching up from the weekend telling some very very personal stories at times and then du after dark more affectionately known as injury time which is our preview of the upcoming week a lot more sex jokes which is quite funny uh and just you know not safe for work content excellent <laughs> yeah be sure to check out our link tree on all of our socials for all the fun stuff that we have, the closed group, our drip shack, and all the fun stuff. And uh, keep sending us pictures of you drinking alcohol out of uh, pint glasses. Out of our glasses, yep. We fucking like that a lot. Buy more glasses. Till next week, everybody. Night. Don't be a guy. <laughs> Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston! Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam! Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham! Snow of a Lord! Look straight in shorts! Sam Graham! Sam Hit the fucking new button!